This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Mike in Manhattan. Raymond needs to be held accountable. Something needs to happen to Raymond. I don't know how serious. Couldn't agree with him more. It'd be one thing, Rick, if he was like, you know what? There was so much going on. I feel terribly about it. It won't happen again. No, he's doubling down. The fact of the matter is I made a decision. You're going to have to live with it. You're welcome to come down here and try and punish. We're going to have an angry mob outside the station one day. here and take this from Randos. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. On 98.7 ESPN. All right, Raymond's challenging all of you to a brawl if you don't agree with his take and you're bothered by the lack of a Thursday open from last week. Just just to clarify, we're, we're doing CMT tomorrow. Is that accurate? Yes. We're doing Stump Rothenberg on Wednesday. Is that accurate? That's right. We're doing the Thursday open on Thursday. Is that accurate? Uh, that's right. All right, so everything is back on track now that you're here with us? I Yeah. And that RJ's being buoyed back to full health? Yep. All right, good. Yeah, we're back, baby. Good. That's very troubling what happened last week. Well, this is what happened. I go away, RJ goes away, and all of a sudden the show just gets... RJ went away for one for one day because of an illness. Yeah, but well, this wasn't like it, it snuck... I, I don't even, I don't want to get in again. Yeah, because you're annoyed at Ray, and you just won't call him out the way you should. No, I'm not annoyed at Ray. I understand, I understand where Ray was... I mean, he's sitting in the big seat, and he's got a bunch of stuff to do, and doesn't want to just be a jerk and just say, hey, Bauer, do the open. It's a tough spot. And then Grasso just decided he wanted to just you know, run a muck during the uh, the West Coast Open. By the way, you know who wrote that song? Stop it! Stay on script. You're not supposed to do that. <laughs> he can't help himself. Cannot help himself. A thought comes to his mind. So yeah, no, he's he. Yeah, that's that's a lot. But we're back. We'll have all the uh, all the stuff everyone loves. This all week. the accoutrements. Oh yeah. All right. Very very nice. Um, one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. So Rick is back. That's great news. I believe. So what? What Thursday is? What the twenty ninth? I think are we four weeks from this Thursday is the opening day of Major League Baseball. I think you're right. Well, that's not true. It opens with with um in Korea in Korea on the twentieth and twenty first. But the full entree of Major League Baseball, where the locals are involved, is on March the 28th. So four weeks from Thursday. I I think it's fair to say we feel very differently about the Mets and the Yankees, don't we? Yeah. Yes, we do. And it's it's funny how quickly, though, we've kind of just as Mets fans say, oh, yeah, Uh, no real expectations for the season. We're all set. Um, would you actually say no? I mean, the the Senga injury, and, and, you know, it sounds like he's going to be out for at least another six to eight weeks, right? They're going to kind of reevaluate him in three I think weeks. Yeah, I think it's going to be. I mean, it's it's three weeks he had the PRP, and then I mean, he's going to have to get himself all. I mean, he's starting over. Oh, so the early, so the earliest we see him is what May fifteenth. I, I I guess I mean what throwing throwing a baseball again? No, uh, no, making his his twenty twenty four Mets debut on the mound. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so three weeks. It probably takes six weeks to ramp up if everything goes really well. So All right, that so, so that brings weeks? us 
that brings us to mid-March, and then six, six weeks from mid-March is May 1? Uh, yeah, hopefully, but I mean, I also think you got to take into account, too, and I was going to bring this up when we were talking about, you know, the potential of doing some kind of short-term deal, you know, with opt-outs now that you saw what Bellinger signed, you know, signed for with Jordan Montgomery or or whatever, but I mean, it, it's never really it, it's never really a great thing when you have starting pitchers mit, miss spring training. Uh, it no, it it's doesn't a, it's usually a terrible. It's a terrible thing when right. when you find out a starting pitcher can't. I mean, it, the first time he's trotting out to the mound and he's got he's got an issue with with his arm. You know, you have a major problem. Yeah, you have a major problem. I just mean in general. I just mean as far as like. I mean, the talk now is. You know, at some point, what uh, at what point does you know Jordan Montgomery or Blake Snell get desperate to hey, I need a deal, I got to get into, tra- into spring training? It doesn't name the sport, football. You hold out, whatever it is, where you miss, where you miss spring training. Very rarely do you see a person that misses spring training have a great season. Uh, I got an update uh, from Buster Olney. Okay, on Jordan Montgomery, would you like it? I would love it. Red Sox had a Zoom meeting with Jordan Montgomery recently. He'd represent an upgrade for their 24 rotation if signed to a long-term deal. Could be part of the staff rotation. They certainly have the payroll flexibility to make that happen. Yeah, when I was in Boston, that was one of the names they were talking about. I mean, he's well, a terrific pitcher. Yeah, I mean, fresh off a of World Series. I just, right. I, I don't understand why. Even if you're gonna like, this is gonna be one of those kind of, you know, we have a bunch of money that we spent on players that aren't here, and we want to reset. We bring in Stearns and everything else. I like I said to you earlier in the show. I understand, you know, why you don't want to maybe go out and get a JD Martinez or Justin Turner because you want to have you know the ability to see what Brett Beatty really is and to see what Mark Vientos really is. You want to get you don't want to take it bats away from those guys. I get that as you build forward, like you want to know what you have. But now with Senga down, like why not take advantage of of the opportunity you have? Jordan I, Montgomery's I, not going to get what he was asking for. No, and it probably be a sh- you could probably get him on a short term deal. I would guess. Right. So I mean, I don't. Your lineup feels like it's good enough that if you actually get some pitching, you could be right there for a playoff spot. I I think you could, but not not the way they're currently constituted. I mean, you you're you're banking on so many question marks. You need Severino to be good. You need Adrian Hauser to be good. You need Quintana to be good. Right. Manaya, it's just, it, yeah. it it feels it feels unrealistic. Right. So I just don't like even when even when your rotation was was healthy before Senga went down, you didn't as as good as Senga was for you last year. It wasn't it wasn't like he had he's not an ace. Like he's a good he's a good two. But we we knew that going into the season. No, the I know pitching was not going to be where it needed to be to to you know ultimately be great. Right. But I think the mindset is is that let's get through this year. We got a decision to make with Pete. When you look at the at the free agent pitchers available. This this upcoming off season, they're more attractive. Like right? rather than play, rather than pay Blake Snell, you know, two hundred and seventy million dollars. We right. like what we see next year, so let's save it. What I'm saying is, is that if now I don't know what Jordan Montgomery is going to sign for with with Boston, but it's going to be less than he was initially. If, asking. if it is Boston, if it is Boston, right? If you have the opportunity to take advantage of the market, which it feels like you have an opportunity. We're in spring training; these guys are looking for jobs. You can take advantage, get him on a good deal. Like, because you don't know exactly what the money's going to look like for the free agent pitchers next offseason. Like, I don't think Jordan Montgomery affects your long-term plans or stands in the way of that. You get him for the right price, he's going to be a big piece of your staff for the next however many years you sign him for. Or if it's a you know three-year deal with an opt-out after one, after two, whatever it ends up being. But there's clearly a need here because you don't know what the hell Severino's going to look like. Uh, unless you don't. Listen, I do. Unless you don't care. Oh, no, or, or maybe you look at Jordan Montgomery and say, we don't, we don't love him. 
Yeah, but maybe I mean I, I could understand not loving Jordan Montgomery for whatever he was asking for initially. But do you like do you like Jordan Montgomery enough now for what he's asking for with no Kodai Senga on, in a season that feels like I mean lineup should be good enough. Get Edwin Diaz back where you could be right there to compete for a wild card. David Stearns is smart, and my my theory is that he is in the ear and rightfully so of of Steve Cohen and said. Thing- Stick with me, and and we're going to get to where we need to go to. It might not be this season, right? Fine, but also, I, I mean, I think the big advantage, and this is probably new, that, not probably, this is new to David Stearns, is when you have as much money as Steve Cohen has, you don't have to. Act, this is not Milwaukee, so if you can seize an opportunity, especially when there's a need to take advantage of a soft market, you take advantage of the soft market, especially if the guy's a good player, and you you clearly have a need here, and not to mention the fact. That there is, and I know the Mets are different than the Yankees, but still, at some point, the Mets are going to have aspirations to win a World Series. There is extra pressure playing in New York. Jordan Montgomery has already played in New York. Jordan Montgomery has already had success in the postseason. Right? Like, those are two big things that he has that you've seen him do. I don't know. It just, it, it feels like... It I'm, not gonna, just, I'm not going to be horrified either way. If they, if no, they sit I'm here not. and stand pat and don't do anything, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to be horrified. And if they sign him, and, and I'm not going to be horrified either. Listen, I'm not, I'm not either. And I understand the ramifications of signing somebody now and how much, you know, how much extra you're going to have to pay. The fact that Steve Cohen paid $100 million extra last year with the competitive balance tax. I get all that stuff. I understand that. Maybe this is just me reacting to there's no way that when they said, like, I didn't buy into it. But I, I guess maybe I wanted to believe it that they were just playing a game. Like, hey, we'll play. hey, Max, listen. Clearly, that's not true. Right. And I didn't want to believe it, but right. I mean, that's that's apparently what we're doing. Right. But you know what? There was transparency there because they told you that was the case. And we and I agree. I thought it was, you know, let's let's find a way to get rid of Scherzer. We're not going to be competitive but, next season. We move on from you. We get the guys we want. We sign guys in free agency. All of a sudden, we're back. No, they told you the truth. And we just didn't believe that they were telling us the truth. OK, two things here. Yes. Okay. Before I get to okay, so one thing and then my point: who's pitching? All who's eating up all these innings? I, I don't know. Right. Look, I mean, how many uh, how many innings is Severino? By the way, David Peterson was just put on the uh, sixty day aisle. No, because he had surgery. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just just like, like who's pitching these innings? I don't know. Like, so I mean, in, 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 to the, also when Senga comes back, you're probably gonna have a six man rotation anyway, right? So now what? Okay. So who's pitching the innings? Other thing is, is. This this has the potential to be Pete Alonso's last year as a Met too. Why are we why are we wasting a year when you don't have to waste a year? Is what I'm saying. It's not like you're cash strapped. You don't have to you don't have to waste the year. You have the money to go do something. Yeah, it's going to cost you extra. But I like. We just thought, okay, hey, he's got a limited. I know he doesn't have unlimited money, but you have a need. You lose your guy. There's guys available. You have a. I mean, getting Edwin Diaz back. I mean, you're going to have a pretty good team. Why? Why choose because of money now to not take advantage of that? I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not lying to you. I don't. I don't have the answer for you. I don't know. I don't. I don't understand who's pitching. Who's pitching these innings? Like who's who's throwing these innings? How many? How many? How many innings has Luis Severino averaged over the last how many years? A season. Well, and it was unpitchable last year. Right. I mean, let, let's not forget the fact not that this, this guy. Who, who they signed was completely unpitchable last year. Well, not to mention the fact that he's hurt all the time. Right. So, th- I mean, I don't know. How, I mean, I know they took a flyer, and that's great. But what happens if he if he stinks, which he right. could? In, in Manaya, like in he took a flyer on Manaya. So, I, I, like, I don't, I don't know who's pitching all these innings. And even if you think you're gonna have a, a, a decent bullpen, what's that bullpen gonna look like after you after you wear it out? 
Well, this, I mean, you're not getting six innings out of, out of these guys consistently. No. So you're going to have to get 14, 15, 16 outs out of your bullpen a lot of nights. You understand what I'm saying, though? I understand like it feels what you're like saying. It, it feels like, like a position player-wise, you have enough. But when you look at this rotation that you could address, but you're choosing not to address it. And it's not like, hey, I'm not going to go do something because we got these young arms that we want to see. It's not, a, it's not a young arm thing. No. I, I think if it were a young arm thing, you'd be okay with it. I'd be okay with it. Like, just you're, like you're, okay you're more annoyed that they're not start signing a starting pitcher than you are that they're not signing J.D. Martinez. Right, and I'm not saying go pay like a, a pay Blake Snell or Jordan Montgomery what they're asking for. I think that's crazy, and they've made, a, they've made a decision. These guys aren't worth it. Yamamoto was. These guys aren't. But if we're, I mean, we're sitting here, oh, February 26th, spring training has started. They're playing spring training games. These guys don't have jobs. If you can take advantage of a depressed market for these guys, when you know you have a need, they're good pitchers. I mean, it's, listen, is Blake Snell nine years, $270 million good? No, I would not spend $270 million on Blake Snell. But the guy did just win his second Cy Young. And I'm sure we'll get phone calls. Well, if you pay him $30 million, if you do a short-term deal and you pay him 30 that's really like paying him you know, 60 whatever. Right. Okay. I, I, but here's my point to okay. that. Okay. So what? So what? That's what I said to Grassi the other day. It's like, well, they don't want to just throw throw good money after bad. But but if you sign up to a one-year $30 million deal or two years $60 million, the guy has artwork worth more than that. Right. And it gives you an opportunity to actually like put yourself in position to be a wild-card team as opposed to like – it could – dude, with how bad the pitching could be, it might not matter if the lineup is good. Seriously. Like you can't I don't care if you're the if you're the most optimistic Mets fan, when you look at this rotation, that it has to concern you. I, I think it goes beyond concern. Right. It has to. I think it goes beyond that. Uh, I got an awful email about Raymond. Oh no. It's long, I'm not gonna read the whole thing. I'll just give you like bits and pieces of it. As someone who was in the radio industry for twenty plus years as a morning show host, program director and promotions director, I have to say, bleep you, Raymond. <laughs> what? That's it? Wow. Uh, no, it goes on, but it's just uh, I have no clue what's happened to you. Um, your tone, the way you seem to think you're above everyone else, it's sickening to me. I, I hate you. You're a, a bleep bleep, and I'm sure you simply can't understand that at some point you need to realize you're just not being entertaining. You're obnoxious, and you're losing listeners nonstop. If I was your PD, I'd fire you and have and, and have the serial killer take your spot. <laughs> It's going to happen soon if you don't change the attitude. Maybe then he'll take a step back and realize it isn't about him or even the show. It's about the people and the lives you touch every morning. And if you can't figure out how it turns people off, then you're losing listeners. You need to get out of the business and or, better yet, be fired. Bleep you, you bleep. Wow. Yeah. That's coming from a PD. Wow. Yeah, a JJ. And, and, and on air host. Was that JJ Devaney? No, no. Yeah, J.J. Devaney. That would have been awkward if that was J.J. Devaney. It really awkward. R.J., how so. would you feel if you were a Mets fan right now? R.J. is the Yankees fan on the show. So is Ray. Well, I know, but Raymond's under fire right now. I figured I'd give R.J. the first shot at it. I would feel annoyed. I, would, I, don't, think, I don't think that's wrong. I, I was looking at it this morning, and, and I don't want to come off sounding like the Yankee fan. That's why I'm very careful how I bring it up. But I look at the rotation, and we're talking, you know, David Peterson and this and that. And I was Peterson's not even healthy. And I was listening to the to um, Michael call the Yankee game yesterday, and they had a stat that on average I think they said forty some odd starts a year come from players that do not break camp in the rotation, and that's any given team. And the Mets are already here, so they're going to go to their 
sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth starters. And I look at those names and it scares me. As well it should. Not to mention the fact that when Senga comes back, especially with the shoulder thing, you're you're probably going to have a six-man rotation because he's going to need extra rest. They're going to need guys that they are, are taking flyers on to be terrific. Well, right, but they're already taking flyers on two guys that are, are in the rotation. I get it. I mean, a guy well, that you're that, asking that, Those be, are the guys I'm talking about. Right. Yeah, yeah I hear you. I, I think this is going to be a season which I just is, don't know why you choose. Like, if there's options out there and it's, it's money, I get it if it was like, hey, we don't want to. Because the whole thing the entire time has been, you know, we're trying to build the farm system. So we'll use our greatest strength, which is our cash, to bridge that gap. We're going to bridge the gap. As we build the farm system, we want to continue to win, so we'll bridge the gap with cash. Well, Kodai Senga just went down, and who knows for how long, and he was supposed to be your guy. Now you have Severino, Manaya, Quintana, and Hauser. And you have a, you have a, a pretty decent, I'd say better than decent lineup. Oh, I think it's a good lineup. Right, it's a good lineup. You get Edwin Diaz back. You got a pretty good bullpen. Like, I'm not saying that you add Jordan Montgomery, you're going to be better than the Braves with the Phillies, but I'm saying at least it gives you an opportunity to compete for a wild card. Right. No one has this pipe dream that you're going to win the division, but could you compete for a wild card spot? That's all we're asking for. And you know what? This season, if the Mets made it to September 15th and were competitive, I think you'd look at that as a win. Right. But how many, and the other thing too is how many people are you signing? Like, how many pitchers are you signing next year? I know the free agency class is better next year, but how many are you signing? And you want to sign Soto too, right? Right, but, but Quintana, Quintana's unrestricted after this year. Severino's unrestricted after this year. I mean, Hauser's unrestricted after this year. Yeah, they get that. Listen, I will say this. I'm, I'm curious as to what they're doing. I do have full, full confidence in Stearns. I do. Yeah, well, there's no reason not to at this point. It's just, it, doesn't, it, it feels like you have the ability now because of how much money Steve Cohen has to address this and not, and not negatively affect the long-term plan that he has. Um, all right, let, let's get to um, Stuff You Missed, because I don't want to uh, take any more time from RJ, and we'll get back to this on the other side. RJ, Stuff You Missed. Now, see ya! Touchdown! Rebound score! The shit you missed. Yeah, and to your point, the Mets are not built of young kids. No. Like Edwin Diaz is not young. Nimmo's not young. Lindor is not young. Senga's not young. He, I know he's rookie of the year well, eligible. Senga's, he's 31. What, he spent 11 years in, in yeah. the Japanese league? No. And you might lose Pete. You might lose Pete. Jeff McNeil's not young. So. Oh. It'll get better. Oh, great. Thanks. It I will get better. I don't know when? that. I'm, I'm just saying that. Oh, uh, I don't know when, but it will. Well, it was better yesterday. Let's beat the Astros 3-1. Francisco Alvarez, there's a young player. Smash, two-run homer. Smash. <laughs> what are you, Batman? <laughs> Smash to run over. Uh, Kodai Senga got a PRP shot. Won't throw for three weeks. We knew all this was happening, but pretty much nails down now in cement. He will start the season on the IL. Split squad game for the Yankees. That's right. Smash. Juan Soto homered in his Yankee pinstripe debut. Aaron Judge hitting third right behind him. Goes two for two with a double. Carlos Rodan. Pitches two and two thirds, strikes out five, gives up one. Really nice. Yankees win that game 12 6. The other game, Yankees shut out. They did no smashing. 4 0 by the Phillies, Marcus Stroman. That is great. Three runs, two earned over two and a third. Cubs get their guy in Cody Bellinger. Three year, $80 million deal. A couple of opt outs after each year for Bellinger. Shohei Otani will make his Dodgers debut tomorrow. Gonna DH. 
On the ice, Rangers lose to the Blue Jackets for two. Ten-game win streak is over, unfortunately, but Artemi Panarin gets his 33rd new career high for him, so congratulations. Rangers, first in the Metro, tied for first in the East, with the Bruins, 81 points. When the streak started, mind you, they were eight points back. Closed that gap, cinched it right up. And a little help from the Buffalo Sabres last night who beat the uh, Hurricanes in a shootout. Sabres look good. Wow. Sabres look good. Nikita Kucherov had a goal, three assists, goes over 100 points. He's got 102 in 59 games. Fewest games needed to get that many in Lightning history as they beat the Devils. What a night it was in Chicago. Chris Chelios. By the way, did Chris Chelios like, just retire? What, what, what took so long with the number seven to get retired? That's a great question. It's like, it's like he retired like last year. How good does Chris Chelios look, by the way? He looks Unbelie- awesome. Unbelievable. He Dude, looks awesome. I date him. The fact that he looks as good as he looks with the kind of abuse and mileage he's put on his body is... Some guys can just can just do it. Rick, I'll, ask the, qu- I'll ask the question. Is it because of how it ended over there? Yeah. It's like it just took too long for fences to be mended? Been a long time, but uh, another fence seemingly was mended. Patrick Kane returned to Chicago. Look out here! Look at this! Wide Look open, at this! Front center ice! It's Patrick Kane in Chicago! Why does it? Why is it, Why are they talking like that? They're very excited. Like that Red Wings went to the I got to tell you, the story is complete. I, I got to tell you, boys, it's pretty impressive what he's doing right now with the surgery. He, that he, had. he looks fantastic. Wait, that that hip resurfacing doesn't. Uh, okay, can we do that? Can we? Can we get a mulligan on that usually. trade? Come bring him right back. Well, I don't think anyone expected he was going to look as good as he. That's that, the, the surgery he got. Like usually means. Yeah, that's it's it. the end. Yeah, that's the end. It's over. That goalie scored to win it. Dead sexy. That's filthy. Dead sexy. Um, nice win for St. John's. They take down number 15, Creighton, at the Garden. Really, uh, dare I say, dominant. Beginning to end, I actually watched a lot of this game on CBS. 80-66, to 66, best win yet under the Tony Montana-inspired dress, Rick Pitino, <laughs> who says that his comments last week did not phase this team. If you think that was a factor, negatively or positively, I can say you're dead wrong. It was not a big deal for our team. I was trying to get them. My intent was to get them rattled, to get them shaken up, but it didn't do it. It didn't do it because we were the same team that didn't play great defense against Georgetown. But it wasn't a factor either way, but they came back and they were tuned into practice. And basically what I told them, I said, look, guys, five of you six got your guys are going to be gone and you haven't played in a tournament. So at least fight to try and make it. It's going to be difficult, but fight every possession. And then I want you offensively to change your games. Stop walking the ball up the floor. I'll get subs in for you. Say goodnight to the bad guy. Mike, it might be a goodnight for Rutgers. Cover your ears, Dan Grassa. Bad, bad loss to Maryland. 63-46. Caitlin Clark gets her 16th career. Triple-double, 24-15-10. 16 point win over Illinois. Not bad. Doc Rivers returns to Philadelphia as head coach of the Bucks, Milwaukee. 21-point win. Doc booed mercilessly. Uh, Steve Kerr gets a nice extension. Two years, $35 million to keep coaching the Warriors. Not a bad racket if you could find it. Troy Young going to miss a month. Torn ligament in his pinky finger. The NFL Combine kicks off this week. Caleb Williams and Jaden Daniels will not throw. Both will wait for their pro days. And we touched about it in Around the League. If you missed that, check out the old podcast. Wherever you get your podcasts. In our two NFL salary cap going up thirty million dollars to a record two hundred and fifty-five point four million dollars. Is that it? That's it. Or did anybody die? You want to bring up? Oh. Why do you do this? Do you want to go to war? Come on. Do you want to go to war? We'll take you to war. Okay. 
Not, RJ, you're never, never going to get through this, RJ. He's going to hold this over your head for the rest of the rest well, of Well, because life. he had like a, a run of four straight Say days. Say to my little friend! Or he closed out with a morbid story. I can't help what the stories are. No, you can't help what the stories are, but your story placement was the, was the real issue. Listen, just where it has to go. I think we go death middle. I see. I agree. You yeah. go death middle. You end on like uh, and in in a in a, a moment of levity here, and then you end like that. No, this is this isn't your local <laughs> newscast. We we tell like it is, and then you change your voice like Dave just did. In a yeah. moment of levity. Well, you, now you like, like Raul was dead. <laughs> 71 family found him didn't make it <laughs> well how do you move on from that though and then you and then you slowly build back up like roll the dead and then maybe have another story which isn't you know like uh, sixers they're they're dead basketball wise and that then, would be good yeah you're right yeah you know, you're like uh, speaking of rolls roll abanias <laughs> yeah exactly and you get right out of it exactly nice little transition there yeah you? you transition with the name to and ro- then roll abanias yes roll abanias <laughs> had that big pinch at career home 274 run, yeah. uh hitter yankees royals Mariners sprayed yeah. around the league. By the way, yeah, yeah, like they yanked his dead. They've body cured out toe of fungus. A, they yanked his dead body out of a drain. Listen, Speaking if, of the Yankees, if, yeah, if you want somebody to be dead so badly for the, for the stuff you missed, Rick Rick already said he'd kill for you. Just give I Rick did. a name. No, I don't just give wa- him a name. No, 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 no. How much I love no, it. No, no, it's clear you want I don't, that. No, so. no, you're, you're out of your mind. I don't want people to be dead. It's RJ's way. That when someone does perish or have some catastrophic news, he says it for the very end of the segment. And, so, and, and Rick can set it up for you. Yeah, but we don't want it, though. What he's telling no, us, I, we don't I, want it. I don't we just want, want that we just to want the, We want the, uh, the, sim, the sim script, if you will, or how it plays out to involve, if there is death, God forbid, middle. Yes. Let's start out high, then plummet, <laughs> then back high. I don't want to plummet, though. <laughs> No, but RJ, if you did it like if you yeah. did it like this, you start out high, <laughs> then plummet, <laughs> then back up high. It's See an what I'm doing, RJ? Roller coaster, RJ. Yeah. Are you okay? No, no he's me, not. I'm fine. I never fu- better. The fine. Have you done yes. crack? <laughs> high, <laughs> plummet down to low. Who back did not have a good weekend? Uh, high. I beat my pants that day. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be Dave on the Zoom tonight in front of all the people in Binghamton. Oh, That's right. I forgot about that. I got a <laughs> what, do you mean? what do you mean you forgot about it? You seem well, extremely I a... annoying. I hate you. You gonna wear like a nice tuxedo or nope. suit? Nope. What, what I go wear? on OnlyFans. You watch. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, wear a sweatshirt. What's your big takeaway that you're gonna really yes. try to impart on? Uh, no, on I'm kids? not. I'm not sharing that with you. Really? He doesn't have one. No, I, I, I will. I don't now. Oh my. I'm 10 hours away. <laughs> he didn't have one planned, but now he's going to have one now. I'm going to think about for what, you. No, I'm going to I'm going to go into my studio seven o'clock, log into the Zoom, do a little preparation and, and come up with some nuggets. <laughs> what time is the speech? Seven thirty. Not really a speech. So you're just gonna. You're I'm, just not, gonna... I'm not Lincoln. It's 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 me addressing a, a but, group of uh, young journalists. Yeah, but, yeah, but I think the, you know, like Okachaki or whatever it is. In Florida. I think the floor will be turned over to you with the expectation that you have somewhere to take this. Oh, yeah. don't worry. Like shot out of a cannon. It's it gonna be like a slalom, RJ. Don't worry, Mr. Rothenberg. If you could give us any piece of advice, what would it be? <laughs> it's gonna be one of those slaloms where people are falling head over heels, <laughs> t- taking down all the wickets, <laughs> right into the right into the orange fencing. <laughs> Like this, like the pole, like you're getting hit in the junk as you're and going. And the down. agony of defeat. 
You got to take it because remember, kids, you got to take it high, (laughs) (laughs) and then the depths of low, (laughs) and then back to high. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Ray, you're still doing the three stars, right, today? Will I be fired if I don't? I don't have that authority. Somebody thinks that they do. Who? I don't know. Who, who was that person again? Oh, uh, the, guy, like the, the rando? Oh, uh, Mike in Manhattan, maybe? Raymond, listen. As long as I'm on this show, you're going nowhere. Got me? Not if uh, JJ the PD has a say. No, listen, JJ, oh, JJ no the say. PD hate. Oh, boy, JJ does he hate Raymond. Hates you. He despises you. We love you. Uh, Raymond's a polarizing figure, though. I do understand that. Well, that's good, though. I think it's great. You're polarizing. There's some people that hate you. Uh, I think a lot of people hate me, but I I think it's good. I certainly don't think of myself as above anybody, by the way. Just throwing that out there. I don't think that. But but I think it's good. I think it's no no one is like, oh, Ray, he's bland. He's he's whatever. It's like, oh, I love Ray. Or, man, I can't stand Ray. Either way, that's good. Yeah, and if he chooses to have, like, just to challenge the entire audience to fights, I mean, that's his prerogative. I guess. I don't, don't know why you want to. Well, people want to see me punished. Like, am I just supposed to sit here and take that? Well, I don't know why you have to, to you know, want to fight them, though. Well, I'd like to see you punished. I didn't say anything about that. A little kinky little. All right. I don't think you, we're talking that kind of be, punishment. You're being gross now. You fetish lunatic. That's the, that's the punishment. Not going to sit day. here and take this from randos. <laughs> that's, that's the punishment, by the way. You're welcome to come down here and what? try and punish. What's, what is? It's the punishment. No, I'm not going to nut that, nut that kinky stuff. I want, Dave wants. RJ wants next week. Starting next week, five nuggets no, every no, no, day. No. Next you, week, nuggets. Then, then you uh, will go wanting. I see? don't know what to tell you. Why can't you just take your punishment like a man? That's not punishment. That is. It, I, I didn't agree Act to- like a man. <laughs> <laughs> I agreed to no such thing. Yeah, but you need to be punished, and this is the only way to punish no, you. No, no, you want me to be punished. Spill the beans. That's a different thing. Spill them. We're having Spill a different beans. conversation here. Um. You're a Yankees fan. You you got to feel great about things right now, right? Like, is there is there? If, okay, here's my question for you: If you're a Yankees fan right now, where does your concern lie? I think your concern lies with, uh, probably with the. I mean, with the the second second starter. 
Yeah, I think with the pitching behind behind Gary Cole. So, but is that it? Health. Yeah, well, health. But they can't control health. I mean, it's always you can't, be health. You, you can't control health, but like there always seems to be some disaster. This train of injuries that seems to pop up around the same time every year, and and you know, it, at some point, it's going to happen. You're going to lose important guys for a stretch, and it's, and it's whether how they're going to be able to endure that, as well as the whole situation with the second starter. Right, so. but I don't, I don't think it's just the second starter. I think, I mean, just in general, Garrett Cole is probably the best pitcher in baseball. Right. Rodon was hurt and awful. Stroman's second half was bad. You got, I mean, again, bad. He pitched, what, 140 innings. And then on top of that, you got, you have... Nestor coming back from from being injured. He wasn't great even when he was healthy last season. I mean, Clark Schmidt, Clark Schmidt was good. The Yankees have always figured out the bullpen. But I would say like, after after Garrett Cole is concerned, the offense is going to be better. The offense is going to be really good. The bullpen's really good. Your your ace is is sensational. So yeah, I guess you have some question marks with the 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 two on in that rotation. But that shouldn't that shouldn't diminish the fact that the Yankees are going to win ninety five games this season. No, absolutely not. No. No, but that's the expectation. I mean, I, I go through go through Major League Baseball right now and tell me who's got. I mean, where the Yankees one two punch at the top of the at the top of the lineup rates in, in Major League Baseball one one two punch offensively. Yeah, of Soto and Judge. Uh, I mean, Otani and Betts. Yeah, I mean, it's but it, it's right there. It's right there. So I mean, the things that you struggled with last year on base percentage was the thing you struggled with last year. Well, Juan Soto is. Uh, is it safe to say Juan Soto is the best, the best in the game? I don't base? even think it's a debate, right? On base wise, and then you look at—I mean—the addition. Now you got another. You got him, left-handed bat. Verdugo, left-handed bat. You got you know, Wells behind the plate, left-handed bat. So I mean, you have—you definitely have a um, a much more balanced lineup, right? I think. I mean, on top of that, when you start looking at Volpe, should be better in year two. I mean, I. Poor Rizzo goes through. I mean, Rizzo's off to you know an unbelievable start. Freak. And these are the freak things, though. Remember when you say health, that's the problem with the whole health thing. Like I can understand. Like, and the Yankees do get hurt a lot. But you're talking about a freak play at first base that that, that completely derails Rizzo's season. And then you got Joe with a uh, Judge with a freak injury in in the outfield. Well, what I think is such a huge piece for the Yankees is that if they're healthy, and, and they're going to go through times where right, where guys get hurt, but if they're actually healthy, now all of a sudden. You, you know, you, you Rizzo becomes like the sixth most important guy, and Glaber is the like everyone goes down the food chain a little bit. So, I mean, you have two stars like you mentioned, star players stars. that I mean can carry you, and and the ask for Anthony Volpe is diminished so greatly, right? I mean, they put way too much on the plate of this kid last season. This year, they're going to dial that back quite a bit, right? I mean, you've lightened your lineup, right? You've taken the pressure off. You've even taken the pressure off Stanton when Dominguez comes back. Right, I mean, you know, he's not. He doesn't. If if Judge goes down or whatever happens, Judge is struggling. Stanton doesn't have to be the guy, the next guy up. That's what you got Soto here for. I think the scary part for Yankees fans, and I would, if I'm a Yankees fan, I'd probably be scared too. Is just that this season is so all in for them because there are a lot of. I mean, there's right. gonna be a lot of question marks once the season is over. I'm a ton of. I mean, what's gonna happen with Glaber? The biggest ones. What's gonna happen with Soto? Yep. I mean, the the huge question about is is Radon living up to that contract, and is he your number right. two starter moving forward? Right. Like, I mean, what is, even what the, I think a lot of people would. I I think if you asked a lot of people going into this off season, what would kind of signal to you that the Yankees were 
all in to try to win right now. Like 82 wins was not. It was you. You, you heard from Hal. Like that's unacceptable for him. They, they got to make the playoffs. They win 82 games. I think a lot of people point to well, if they're if they're really serious about being all in, uh, get rid of Stanton. Well, they didn't get rid of Stanton. They brought in Soto on a one year. So one year kind of he's going to feel his way through this and get hit the market. But dude, you have Stanton through 2027. Stanton is on this team through 2027. No, he's not going anywhere. No, I know. So I mean, his new body feels more like a, a baseball player. Interested to see how that how that looks. What the I mean, if can he stay healthy? Can he? I mean, it's got to be. I mean, it's got to be better than it has uh, been. Until I see him stay healthy, there's no way I believe he stays healthy. Right. Lemayhew's older, so I mean, there are some there are some things, but from top to bottom, lineup is definitely better. They've addressed the concerns with uh, lack of left handed you know, lack of left handed hitting in the lineup. Now, for me, it's just it, it's what does the pitch, what does the staff look like after Garrett Cole? It, it has to be. That's that's your million dollar question. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. I got an email. Hi, Mr. Rothenberg. My name is Max. I'm currently a junior in high school. I'm very interested in sports management and communications. I was wondering if I can assist you in any way. Thank you so much. That's very nice. That's very nice. We'd love to help, but we uh, we can't. No, we're not. We're not allowed we're interns not allowed or anything to. like that. God forbid that we give the guys some help. I'd l- I would love to. Let them like again. RJ and Raymond could groom them to one what, day like sh- shave them down. Well, I don't. I mean, maybe, but I don't think that's what I meant. I think oh. just groom them in the business. Oh yes, of course. They learn from the two greats, and all of a sudden now they have like a little feeder system. Answer the phones. Yeah. Well, I mean, come on. Maybe run out for a banana or two. It takes it take a lot of pressure off me. It sure would. And you trying there. to set Olympic level records by getting downstairs to get bananas for everybody and then rush back. Well, especially because I got to go through all the bananas because they uh, let's call it what it is. I mean, it, there's not a lot of good looking bananas down there. I, I think we're having an issue with bananas in the country. Actually, are we really? I think so because when I go by my my fruit guy, the bananas look grotesque now. <laughs> I'm not going to bring in soiled looking bananas. I bring in some, uh, I get some ugly looking bananas, but the taste has been there. The taste has been really good. Outside of like one or two days, you you brought in some beauties. Oh, that's my fault because I went for the, I got, there was a big giant banana. I got swayed by yeah, the you got, you got You got swayed by the enormity of the banana. Yeah. Um, Nick's tonight. Can we please make this just like nice and easy? Yeah. I don't, I don't need to be sweating a game against Detroit in the fourth quarter. No, no, no. It's just a feet up, relax, watch a nice win. It better be. Yeah, it better be. Better but be. they've done that though. That, that's I mean, I they have been good about that. It. They've been good about that. We just need to get uh, we just need to get healthy, man. Uh, we I need know, to get everyone back. It's not around the corner. I mean, no. Ananobi's going to be out for at least a couple more weeks. Randall, we don't know what the deal is with him, and and Robinson is not on the verge of returning. Yeah, but I'm not, uh, listen. When I say get healthy, I mean it would be great to get all three back. OG and Randall, we need them back badly. Order of likelihood that they return? Uh, I would say OG Julius. You think Ju- there's a better chance Julius returns than um, Robinson, though? I think Julius is going to Julius isn't going to put all this work in it to not come back and at least try it, unless he has some kind of setback. I, if he comes back, are you going to be watching on on like you know just major concern every time he goes out there and does anything that he's going to re-injure it? Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's true. 
Yeah, because they haven't. He hasn't put any. He hasn't put any rest to the idea that he's going to need surgery. I'm sure there's been, at the very least, he's had no the the team doctors and then at least another doctor look at his the results from his imaging, and if they've said to him, hey, if you want to get this right, we should we'll have to go in and fix it, and if we can strengthen it, like if, if that wasn't the case, he would just say no, no, it's 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 back. I'm gonna I'm gonna strengthen it. I'll be back, and that's fine. So you expect him back? Yeah, I expect him back. Okay, so then let's go. You, you, so OG is going to come back. That we know. Yeah. You expect Randall back. Yeah. You expect a, a pretty healthy team going into the postseason. Um, let's see what we got. Yeah. It's just that what what version of what version of Julius do you end up with? Again, because I mean, if you're at a point where you're trying to protect that thing, is you can't. You got to remember how physical he plays too, and how I mean what the. And I think that was one of the things he did this season, and why he had such a good season until he got hurt was. Like it wasn't like he was just going to settle for three for threes. Like he was going to use his, his size, his physicality. Right. He was going to attack the rim. What what worries me is that he returns. He plays a shell version of himself, and now it's see this yeah. guy's a loser in the postseason. Right, and I think that would be something that you would be thinking about also. Or I'm I'm sure he's he understands, and that shouldn't be a reason not to come back. But knowing that if if he doesn't perform to a certain level. The people that don't like him right. are going to be right, and that and that and listen, I'm not a huge uh, Randall fan, but that's unfair to him. Like if he's going to go jump through all the hoops to try to get himself back, gets himself back, is not close to 100 percent, is subpar in the postseason. When you think about it from his perspective, is it really worth fighting to get back? He's a warrior. Like even if you don't like him, you can't deny that. But but it's got to give you a little bit concern from his perspective. Yeah, of course, you do it for your teammates. I mean, you quickly learn. Like, you want to believe as an athlete, like, you have all this, like, this built-up equity, and, like, the fans will give you the benefit of the doubt because they know you're playing hurt. They don't oh, care. it's garbage. They don't care. Aaron Judge had 60-something home runs a couple years back. Postseason, he was booed at Yankee Stadium. Right, they don't care. The, uh, you, you know how long your equity lasts until what you did in your last at-bat or your last throw or your last free throw or whatever? Well, Jeter understood it. I'm, I'm telling you, man, I'm, I promise you. Like, there is this, there is this mindset for some of us, myself included, that, like, not only are you earning the respect of your teammates because your teammates know what you go through. That's that's really what matters the most. But like the fan base will recognize, like, hey, this guy's a warrior. He's bad. Like, there's no way he should be out there, but he's battling. And that they'll give you, like I said, the benefit of the doubt. Like, hey, yeah, but he's out there. He's play-. they don't. Jita was right. They don't care if you're healthy enough to play. You're going to be criticized. You're going to be criticized like you're at 100. percent They don't care. They don't want to use. There'll be no excuse for you, mate. None. Right. But if you don't return. You'll be beaten up, beaten up right. over. Maybe you could have returned, but you didn't return. Right. So it's kind of an, a no-win situation for these athletes, unless you come out and play well. Right. If you're bang- now, if you're banged up, and they know you're banged up, and you show up and you produce, now you go down to like New York folklore. Correct. Um, your Islanders are in action tonight. Great. Is it? <laughs> is it done? Oh, it doesn't look good. The penalty kill is an atrocity. It's disgusting. But is it done? Uh, is it done? They are nine points out of a playoff spot. I don't love our chances. Oh. I do not love our chances. And and this is like a recent thing, right? Like 10 days ago, before you went away on vacation, you thought they had a pretty good chance to get in. Yeah, well, I also I also realized, too, that, I mean, for, for Lou to go out and sign Wah as the coach, I mean, I'm not... Lou understands what's at stake here. At a certain point, your fingers are going to be started pointing towards him. Shouldn't they be? Yeah, they should be. They should be. So, I mean, it's... I don't want to use the word desperation, but there was a reason why Patrick Wah hadn't had a job in so long. 
And this was, again, it, it was kind of it, what I think it's what this team needed. But still, you go out and do that, it's because you recognize that this thing doesn't work. As good as he's been at his job for a lot of years, he's going to he's gonna bear the brunt of this. Uh, Raymond, if you will, three stars. Today's three stars, number three. Yeah, so that pickleball match is coming up, and, you know, Dave is trying to get back in shape for it, and so that means he's, again, dieting with his very low calorie intake, and, and I do want to point out, I'm actually concerned for your well-being. I think Rick is as well, and I believe RJ is as well. It's not that the, that your methods are not effective. It's that your methods might be too effective, and we worry yeah. about your long-term he'll actually health. die. Like, you can't spell dieting without die. Like, he might die. It's it's troubling, Dave. What, what happens if I perish at the end of the pickleball match? You think it would be the last story of, of Sim on on Monday? Did and we maybe win? Maybe the show of the the story of the we, entire we, show. We win. RJ does Sim, and then he's like, "By the way, Dave is dead." Well, listen, we've got time to figure this out and try to get your health on a on a better track. He Number was two on, he's dead. I'd say you win. It's right in the middle. You lose. It's probably maybe dead. you maybe you can mention that tonight when you uh, when you speak to the kids and offer them all sorts of uh, career advice. You know, uh, well, well, have you decided what your lead is going to be yet? I'm going to tell my story. Uh, what, what, story. What, do you, what do you mean? Oh, as a young journalist. Dude. No, I'm going to tell my story. <laughs> the, I, 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 I've we, risen we, the ranks. So I'm going to tell my story. I need one of those kids to call tomorrow and just get their, please, take, yes, get their please. take on it. Number one. Somehow I got made to be the bad guy in today's program because of the whole Thursday open incident. You got people calling in asking for me to be punished. They I'm not going to sit day. here and take this from Randos. I've, I've got uh, supposed program directors calling for my firing and uh, and Dave calling me lazy of all people. And you're going to sit there and call me lazy? You? Of all people? I'm going to go home and think about my life and my career. I think oh. you should. I think you should. Good job, Raymond. We love you. It's Rule 76. No excuses playing a champion. It's DPHO Rothenberg. Carpe Omnia. 98.7 ESPN. Thanks for listening to the DPHO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN New York app. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.